0: This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Sammo and Steve.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the, to the Luton Digital fantasy football podcast. I am here... ...for episode 42 with my co-host Steve.
0: And it's game week 14, which means a third of the season has gone. A good review point. Let's get on with the show.
1: Reflections. So mainly the reflections this week are the stats... ...but also some injury news, but but the average... All the players was 49, but I imagine it was a lot higher in our league. And Tarkovsky got a big 17 points. And
0: Hurahan Last time this season, Sam, fact for you, he was also a top scorer last game week, but I don't think many managers in our league have him. The are... It is what's known as the Tarkovsky question.
1: Yes, I think I had him at some point last season. But Hurrahan... Fleck and Son in Mourinho's first game also got (coughs) a lot of points, but the injury news is about Abraham, and recently Lampard has said that he will be out of contention for the West Ham game after he got injured in midweek, but for how long, we do not know. There are rumours that he may be back for the game after that, but the game after that is only a few days away, so if he is injured for West Ham... I wonder if that means he'll be injured in the midweek game as well.
0: When you say the midweek game, uh, obviously you mean the Amazon Prime midweek games. Tonight's sponsors brought to you by Amazon Prime. The Power of Three, I believe their campaign is called. Because I don't know if you notice this, but the football matches are going to be over the Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday nights. So, a good excuse, if you haven't already done so, listeners, to grab yourselves an Amazon Prime subscription. Manager of the Week. Manager of the Week and, well, high-scoring game week. We had 73 points for Big One Matthew, your own team, Sam. And I know you were very confident that that would be enough, but, in fact, you were beaten to the post by Alina's ball boys who've had a disappointing season so far. But what a pef- return to form. And they, in fact, played their free hit this week, uh, grabbing 76 points, including selecting Tarkovsky, we talked about. But, I mean, uh, where this performance has come from, anyone knows. But Neil's Wanderers, congratulations to them. 80 points, they left 17 on the bench and that is enough to lift them five places in the table to a respectable 11th place. And how they did that, Sam? They had Vardy as captain, Jimenez 7, 6 from Kane, 13 from Son. Don't forget the big contribution from Arsenal's Tierney of zero. And Rico also zeroed. Unusual, Sam. I don't know if you've got any thoughts on this to get a Manager of the Week award and have two players, both. Ducking.
1: Well, the thing is, <coughs> oh, yeah, Rico, Tierney, both zero, yes.
0: It's almost as if you prepared that, Sam, isn't it? Right, yes, let's I, was, move. I thought
1: they didn't play, so I was about to say that he had points coming on from the bench, yes, but I realised uh, yeah. they
0: actually did score zero. Uh, that's as well one of us prepares for this podcast. OK, let's go on to the next section. League Table. Time now to look at the league table. Let's do this with a little bit of background music this week. And in fifth place, Unchanged, it's Bonsies, Hotspurs. They've got 7-3-4. The special ones uh, are in fourth with 7-4-6. Four, uh, we have a faller down one place, 7-5-6. In third now, it's Ian Reese. And in second place, no change on the week. Or you, no, I think you might have moved up one. It's uh Samos team. Big one, Matthew 763. But thanks to Tommy Heaton's big contribution on Monday night. Alex Perry has an eight-point lead. His lead last week was 13. He's on 771. Captain Manet. Uh, the other two, Captain Vardy. And we're going to be talking a little more about Alex Perry in a minute. Mistake of the Week. Mistake of the Week now. And Sam, I believe you have the holder of this award with you.
1: I do, and it is Alex Perry. And although he had quite a good game week of 65 points, he did leave 21 on the bench, including including Cantwell, who got the 10 points for scoring, and Pope as well, who's... Got Had two really good returns last two weeks.
0: Can't really Um, criticise him for leaving Pope on the bench because he had Heaton as well. He's got two strong keepers there. Uh, Well done to him. But uh, mistake of the week nonetheless.
1: Attention, please. Beach Path and Oak Road will be closed at the end of the game to assist the police with crowd dispersal. Thank you. So we have a new interview slot, Who Went Down the Beach Path? And this is where, so from time to time, we'll be doing interviews. And this week, for our first official Who Went Down the Beach Path segment, we caught up with James Clark.
0: And just to explain the beach path, uh, that's a regular announcement that's made at every Luton Town home game when a sizable opposition attendance is there, and it's to assist the police with crowd dispersal. Let's play that interview now. That's right, Sam, and joining us now, fresh from the success of his contribution last week, once again, it's Mr James Clark, who, first of all, we asked his reaction to the news that Emery has left Arsenal.
2: Yeah, thanks for uh, having me back on, Steve and Sam, it's a, it's a great pleasure once again. Um, I think everyone could see this one coming, it was a slow death really, wasn't it? And new manager-wise, I mean, Lundberg coming in as interim manager, it's not really worked well for, for many teams, has it? I mean, look at Solskjaer, might as well just give him the job permanently now. I'd go for Poch, but I can't see Poch, you know, making the Sol-Campbell switch, to be completely honest. Um I wouldn't be surprised if they waited out till the end of the year and Valverde was the man that they brought in.
0: Okay, so you're ruling out Steve Bold, then a
2: return for Steve Bold. Uh I think Steve Bold has got as much chance of being manager as Kim Jong un. Now, you've
0: had a look at the top of the table and you've you know that Ian Reese has been in Berlin this week and Sam has overtaken him. So how do you see that battle shaping up? Experience on the one hand, youth on the other. who's going to win?
2: Um, I'm, I'm going to say Sam, to be honest. I think you know, if Ian Ian's let things slip again, he's gone off to Berlin, his eyes off the ball, um, you know we, we know he took some time off from work to, to focus purely on his fantasy football career, and maybe he's letting things slip again. I think Sam's got this one. And final question:
0: Everyone's got Tammy Abraham he fell on his hip or somebody did something to his hip. Uh you've just told me that Giroud is likely to come in for the weekend, but do we get rid because there are other options, aren't there? Harry Kane for one.
2: I think it's a difficult one in terms of in terms of transfers. I don't think Tammy will play on Saturday. It looked too serious uh of a knock to be ready for the weekend. Unfortunately, I think Frank will probably play Banjouyi, but uh, if I was Chelsea manager, which unfortunately I'm not, I would be utilising uh, our best crosser of the ball, which is Reese James at right back, you know, and he would be be feeding Giroud, the best header of the ball that we've got. I think against a team like West Ham, you need to spice things up a little bit, and uh, maybe some direct play would would be what it is.
0: Two extra questions that come to mind. First of all, the scandal surrounding the FIFA 20 career mode and the bugs. You, I know, have been playing this, uh, admittedly, on a quite a light, easy level. Um, Have you found anything wrong with the console?
2: Not since the latest update. I can't say that I've had uh, any of these curtain issues, which you showed me Mm. this morning. Uh, If anything, the game's got a little bit easier Uh, playing on legendary mode. It was uh, quite difficult but uh, I think it's taken a backward step.
0: And final question, the American who plays in the Chelsea midfield, I've noticed commentators are split on the correct pronunciation, so can you give it to us once and for all? I think
2: Christian calls himself Christian Pulisic. Okay, so it's not Pulisic, as a lot of people... No, I think you need to to go on Chelsea's website and and listen to how Christian says it. Okay,
0: well, with that cleared up, we wish you all the best... Thanks, Sam, thanks, Steve. Forthcoming game week. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction.
1: Bit of a tough choice for Harry the Cat this week as I can't really see too many upsets happening, but I can see had to choose I think Villa might do something against United since it's always a safe bet normally to. Put United in these mystic predictions.
0: And we should also have a new feature where we play back a mystic prediction that was made last week. Were we to do that tonight, you will hear a familiar voice saying that Sheffield United would grab at least a point against Manchester United. And indeed, that is what happened. Game Week Preview. Let's come on to the big match preview. The weekend starts with BT Sport and the immaculately coiffured Jake Humphrey. And he'll be introducing Newcastle versus Man City. And Sam, you will predict?
1: A 2-0 win for City. Don't see them scoring more than 2, to be honest. And then we go
0: down to Turf Moor. Sean Deitch, And he'll be... Thinking his Burnley side to play Crystal Palace.
1: Palace struggled to score goals recently, so probably a Burnley 2-1 win.
0: Frank Lampard, a home match against West Ham.
1: You get the feeling that Pellegrini is probably coming to the end of his reign as West Ham manager, and I think Chelsea will help continue the eventual path to being sacked. Liverpool-Brighton. 2-0. Um, Liverpool-Brighton, probably also a 2-0 win for me.
0: Spurs-Bournemouth.
1: Mourinho seems to have revived Spurs a bit, but they did concede twice to West Ham that they switched off for the last 20 minutes. So I still think they'll win here, 2-1. Southampton-Watford. Now this it, what this game is down as a three 0 Southampton,
0: Norwich Arsenal on the Sunday.
1: Uh, I I did have this result as two one since Emery, since um at the time Emery still had a job, but he no longer has a job and they have a new manager, so I'm thinking we're probably going to change this to one one.
0: Wolves, Sheffield United.
1: One one, I think.
0: Leicester Everton.
1: Now this is down as 3-0 since Everton haven't done a sensible thing which Arsenal have done and got rid of their manager. They have kept theirs and I think Leicester will capitalise on
0: this. And United Villa.
1: Well, covered this in mystic prediction, yeah.
0: You covered it, but you're saying that Villa will get at least a point. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Thank you, sir. Big one, Matthew. I'll go with the old favourite of uh, Harry Kane to uh, do some damage at home to Bournemouth.
1: My team, your team. Two big changes for me this week. A few hours ago, I was ready to hold the transfer and play tomori instead of Abraham and hope that his injury worries cleared up eventually. But I have decided to take action and try and overtake Mr Alex Perry and I have brought in Marcus Rashford so it kind of contradicts my view that Villal gets at least a point against United but he's got goal and assist last week and he comes in for Abraham might be a bit of a knee jerk that since we don't exactly know when Abraham's back apart from he'll be missing West the West Ham game and the other transfer which I did is Pulisic in for Mount Mount seems to have Stopped scoring points and he was rotated for the City and the Valencia game, which gives the impression that he's not totally nailed onto the player. Nor is Pulisic, but not many managers at the top of the league have Pulisic and they have Mount. And I think Pulisic will probably outscore Mount. What are your changes, Steve?
0: Well, an interesting one, I was just reading about... uh our old friend Abraham and the, the this is an interesting point isn't it because with the game next game so close normally if it was a week maybe you would think he'd come straight back but if he's not fit Saturday what are the chances of him being fit midweek I wouldn't say they're that high so I was going in unchanged but I'm going to think about this overnight I've got Delefay, who, who, he was decent against Burnley, but he was unlucky, he didn't score. I had Sterling, again, should have been given that goal, but this ridiculous new VAR rule robbed me. that was
1: very harsh.
0: Uh, So, those are the two vulnerables, and I am tempted with the old Kane Alley, Kane Mora 1-2, but it just feels a little bit reactive, and you can guarantee that suppose De Bruyne also a little bit vulnerable. I've looked at his stats. Yes, lovely assists. Always a great player, but doesn't really get the the big holds that our man Sterling does. I'm still sticking with Salah, even though everyone else has dropped him, because I've now got him as the differential. But he's got a dodgy ankle. Martial, Ian Reese uh, messaged me on Snapchat from Berlin and said how disappointed he was on Martial's performance. But we persist with him. So, a few issues at the specials after a remarkable run of form. Um, Possibly, Will, look, I could even do your Pulisic. Um, It was good to hear James's pronunciation of that word earlier, but I do like the Pulisic angle maybe with mr harold kane the penalty taker so a long answer there sam and probably two changes for me at some point over the next 24 hours sam i of kick this off by telling you that it's really up in the air who the gamble lands on i could select solar but no form i might go sterling I might go Vardy who's the man in form. I mean twenty-four points last week week. Absolutely beautiful. I might go Kane if I bring him in. I mean options, options. Who are you going for?
1: So tempted to do Vardy since I've captained him the last two game weeks and both times he has scored twelve points. Sorry for the this for the noises in the background. But
0: Just putting something in the bin yes, in our I th- studio.
1: I think I will be going with Manet this game
0: week. Well, not, not sure why. No, but not sure why.
1: Yeah, Mane could very well change to Vardy.
0: Manet always has a little random red card in him. Hopefully, because you've all got him, that that happens this game I'm week. Not sure about you've that all claim. Arm bad in him, maybe a high foot. Or a senselessly late tackle. That will be decent.
1: I think that claim might be made up.
0: Because none of you can actually afford his replacement so far. The fourth official has
1: indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time Just Three minutes cyberland.
0: So that wraps up another podcast. We will be back with you Monday night with an emergency podcast ahead of game week 15, the Amazon Prime Week, thanks to tonight's sponsor, Sam. Uh any closing thoughts?
1: Well yeah, it'll be interesting to see who everyone brings Abraham in for and it'll be also be interesting to see if people keep hold of Sterling and whether some may be tempted by Mr Harold Kane or Son Young Min.
0: You see, if anyone does go Kane, they're gonna to have to downgrade their midfield, which means losing one of the powers. Uh, I know a lot of people have dropped Sterling already. He's a differential, and as you say, Manet now above Salah in the pricing, so maybe that doesn't apply. Uh, I think this could be. I could see a lot of people going Son. Uh, will anyone go Tarkovsky, the form player? Uh, lots to look ahead and some exciting times. So wish you all the best for a big points haul. We'll see you again on Monday. Good night.
1: Good night. That
0: was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.